mast as the white cap she wore on her head sailed into the air and landed near the edge of the road. Ach, my cap! It's going to get run over, she hollered. Rachel Yoder, you know better than to lean out the buggy like that, Pap scolded. What if you had fallen? Can I get my cap? she asked tearfully. No, Mom shook her head. You might get hit by a car. As the blue convertible started to pass, Rachel saw surprise on the face of the blonde woman riding in the passenger seat. The car pulled over behind their buggy, and the woman got out. She picked up Rachel's cap and brought it over to the stopped buggy. I believe this blew out of your buggy, she said, handing the limp-looking cap to Rachel's father. Thank you, Pap said. It belongs to my daughter. Thank you, Rachel echoed as Pap handed the cap to her. Rachel's cheeks heated with embarrassment as she put the cap on her head. Stay in your seat now, Rachel, Pap said. He waited until the car had passed, then he pulled back into traffic. Jacob, who was eleven, two years older than Rachel, sat up and yawned. He had been asleep in the seat beside her. Are we there? I'm hungry. No, Pap stopped to let some cars go by. Rachel was careful not to mention that her cap had blown off when she'd leaned out of the buggy. She knew Jacob would have teased her about it. Jacob wrinkled his forehead, and the skin around his blue eyes crinkled. Noisy cars sometimes scare our horse as they whiz by. Rachel had seen horses do all kinds of strange things when they got spooked. She felt sorry for the horses. Still, she thought it would be fun to ride in a fast car. She leaned close to Jacob and whispered, I saw a shiny blue convertible. He shrugged. So? I'd like to ride in a car like that one someday, Rachel said. It was a secret she'd told no one else. Jacob looked at Rachel as if she didn't have a lick of sense. Of course, she knew her brother thought most things she said and did were kind of strange. Don't you ever get tired of riding in this closed-in buggy? she asked. Course not. I like our buggy just fine, he said. If I ever get the chance to ride in a convertible and see how fast it goes, I'm gonna take it, she mumbled. Jacob nudged Rachel's arm. You'd best not let anyone hear you speak such foolishness. It's one thing to ride in a car when we need to hire a driver for a reason, like to go to the big city. But just riding in one so you can see how fast it goes would be seen as a prideful, selfish wish. Rachel crossed her arms and turned her back to her brother. She decided to drop the subject, but she turned around again and glared at Jacob when their parents weren't looking. He didn't understand the way she felt. He hardly ever did, and neither did their older brother Henry. But at least Henry didn't act like something was wrong with her, the way Jacob did. Boom! Rachel shuddered again. It'd better not rain and spoil our picnic, she said, hoping Jacob wouldn't notice her hands shaking. He elbowed her in the ribs. What's the matter? Are you afraid of a little dunner? It's not the thunder that makes me nerfish, she said, elbowing him right back. 
It's those horrible bolts of Vaderleek I'm worried about. We'll be okay. It's not even raining, so the storm will probably pass over us. Jacob leaned his head against the back of the seat and closed his eyes again. Maybe if I think about something else, I won't feel so nervous. Rachel glanced toward the front of the buggy, where her parents and older sister, Esther, sat chatting in the Pennsylvania Dutch language that Amish people often spoke. Her father said. Rachel clutched the folds in her dress. It worried her to hear Pap complaining about their horse, Tom. Pap had just said, I'm tired of Tom's neighing, and she wondered if he was planning to get rid of their old horse. Rachel couldn't bear the thought. Tom was a nice animal and had been their main buggy horse for many years. What was wrong with a little neighing? People talked whenever they wanted.